In the newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. Here's your top story. Congressman Bill Heisinger is asking the Environmental Protection Agency to remove parts of southwest Michigan from its list of areas that are in violation of air quality standards. He tells us Berrien County is among the counties that the EPA says have high smog levels. However, it's Heisinger's belief that the pollution is coming from across Lake Michigan. He says having this designation could lead to real problems in Berrien County. They have not put the specific consequences in place as of yet, but going back to when I was a staffer for Peter Hoekstra back in the late 90s and early 2000s when the uh, state was going through that, at the time what they were proposing is things like banning outdoor barbecues, banning the ability to use a gas lawnmower, for example, doing tailpipe emission testing. It's more likely some industries would face certain emissions limits as a result of the decision. Also on the EPA's non-attainment of air standards list are parts of Allegan and Muskegon counties. Heisga, along with Congressman Tim Wahlberg and John Molinar, have sent a letter to the EPA voicing their concerns. He says the three have not had success in finding a sympathetic ear in Lansing, particularly from the governor. The race for Berrien County Sheriff is more than a year away, but there are already two people in the race. Ken Lundberg has the story. Earlier this year, Sheriff Paul Bailey announced plans to retire at the end of 2023. That's a year before his term is up, and it's expected his undersheriff Chuck Height will be appointed to serve out the remainder of Bailey's term. Earlier this month, Height announced he will run for sheriff in 2024, and now he has some competition. Rick Brian of Niles announced his candidacy for sheriff. He filed the papers and says community policing is a large part of his platform. If we can police ourselves, that gives the, the police more of an opportunity to do what they're supposed to be doing and going out there and getting the criminals and stuff rather than little silly things that really adults should be able to handle between themselves without getting law involved. Brianne ran for the post as an independent candidate in 2016 and garnered 16%. He believes his chances are better this time around because he's running as a Republican. He also intends to apply for the position of interim sheriff. Ken Lundberg, WSJM News. The Michigan Department of Transportation is hoping to make it easier to navigate public transit systems in rural areas of the state. MDOT Mobility Innovation Specialist Janet Geisler telling the MDOT podcast Talking Michigan Transportation that the state has received a $1.3 million grant to conduct a pilot of an app that could track bus routes in rural communities. She says such apps exist in Detroit, so why not rural areas? Even though the highest concentration of people may be in urban areas, a lot of Michigan is rural communities. And those include a lot of people who are low income, who are senior citizens. Geisler says the technology used to track buses in Detroit currently doesn't translate to areas that don't have fixed routes. The pilot will determine what's possible. Not every agency is going to have that kind of capacity available, but that is, for the ones that do have that, that would be part of the app. It'll be done in four counties, including Charlevoix and Benzie. In time, if the pilot is successful, the app technology could be brought to others. There are 82 public transit agencies in Michigan, 60 of which serve rural areas. The former location of the Pump House Grill and VB's at 214 State Street in downtown St. Joseph will be reopening as a Lee and Birch Boutique this spring. Location was a popular restaurant and bar for more than 50 years before Vivi's closed in 2019 before the COVID-19 pandemic. The space has been empty ever since. Lee and Birch owners have four other stores in West Michigan in Grand Rapids, Grand Haven, Rockford, and Kalamazoo. They say they will also have a two-bedroom, one-bathroom vacation rental available by the end of May. Liam Birch will take up about half the space in the building. Another store yet to be announced will occupy the other half. It's not known if they've purchased the building or if real estate investor John Pertuka will continue ownership. 
Use of naloxone to combat opioid overdoses has increased steadily in southwest Michigan since the Kalamazoo Base Agency began offering it to police in 2016. Southwest Michigan Behavioral Health Prevention Coordinator Achilles Malta tells us the group currently provides naloxone to 95 police agencies in the eight-county southwest Michigan region. First year, 2016, it was only 16 agencies. Most of them were actually from your county. The sheriff was on board right away and the local law enforcement agencies and also Michigan State Police. He says seeing so many lives saved has changed attitudes. In the newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.